Welcome to the second episode of Dead Parents Podcast. I am your host, Samantha Lapierre, and thank you for joining me. It's been like a crazy ride releasing the first episode and having really, really great feedback on it. Um, I really appreciate it, and I appreciate all the sharing and the outreach and, yeah, just the very kind words. It means a lot to me, and I was very nervous uh, releasing the first episode. So the fact that people like it and have said some really nice things about it has just been amazing. So thank you. Um, So my first guest for this episode is Eric, and I've known Eric since high school. Uh, We took a class together, and we went to the same university, and we worked had a couple places. Um, Both our families live in the same small Ontario town. And I didn't know that Eric had a dead parent until he told me about his dead parent this year. So yeah, we kind of talk about, you know, relaying that news to people and how that can look like and how that can feel. We have a really good conversation and it was really important to me to interview somebody Uh, for my first interview, who I've known for a long time, just to make it a little easier and have less jitters. And I think we had a really, really great talk. So obviously there's a trigger warning for um, pretty frank discussions about death. I just want to make that clear. I guess the podcast name itself is a little, it's a little clear on that. But yeah, it never hurts to just do a trigger warning just in case. And yeah, please forgive any audio issues I've been having. I am just a girl with a microphone in her apartment. I do not have a fancy studio, uh, but I'm hoping to maybe set up a little bit of a fancier studio in my apartment. I guess we'll see what happens. But yeah, I always look forward to feedback. Um, Tweet me. I have a Twitter account for this podcast now, at deadparentspod. Um, Yeah, always just wanting to hear from you guys, even if you haven't experienced parent death, just, you know, reach out to me and enjoy the second ever episode of Dead Parents Podcast. Sam. <laughs> How are you? Good, good. Thanks for being on my show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Um, what a delight. Tell me about your dead parent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working on that opening. Line. No, it's great. I love it. I love it. It gets right to it. Um, yeah. So my my father passed away when I was 16 years old, and he was 50 at the time. So... There was a, it was, yeah, it was pretty, it was extremely sudden. Yeah. That's actually one of the things that really interested me in this podcast is hearing the different experiences that people have. Because I've always been curious about what it would be like if it was, you know, less sudden. Would that be better or worse? Right, yeah. Anyway, it was very sudden. So he, uh, he had like uh, a brain aneurysm. So one day he was there and then the next day he was just not. Yeah. He lived in a different city from us. So, I mean, it wasn't, there wasn't like this super noticing a different presence in the house. Right. right. Like there wasn't this expecting him to just walk down the stairs or something, which I've heard can be, can be yeah. really hard for people. But yeah, it, it was very tough because it was so sudden. Um, 
And, uh, yeah, it was, it was really difficult, especially being, like, you know, in high school, and then I had two siblings as well. Right. Uh, my sister at the time was, I think, 14. Okay. And my brother was, like, eight or nine. Oh, geez. Yeah. Like, really young. Yeah, so, yeah. so really young. And, um, yeah, it was, it was just a, a huge shock. Like, you don't expect that sort of thing. And yeah. it was a shock in a lot of ways, because... I, I would I would think about my grandparents sometimes yeah. around that time in my life, how they were kind of older and not super, like, healthy. Yeah. So sometimes I worry about my grandparents, like, oh, like, in a couple years, like, is, is my grandmother my gran- or my grandfather going to pass away? And then right. all of a sudden, boom, like, level up. Yeah. Like, out, of, out of nowhere. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was pretty traumatic. And it was tough to have that happen in high school because yeah. uh, I, I don't know how you manage to to find out about your mom's cancer and then go and write an essay yeah, or an exam, exam or something because yeah. <laughs> because I remember being in, in high school when there wasn't a lot of pressure anyway and then taking a week away from school and at the end of the week being like really like I have to go back to school and right. just like live yeah. my life like yeah. this and like sit on the school bus in the morning yeah and, and everything's deal- like normal again mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. did you tell anybody like did yeah, did you tell anybody at school that it happened? Or, like, how did you, like, just come back and be like, I had a week away. Yeah. Yeah, so there were some people that knew immediately. Um, basically, as soon as it happened, like, the night we found out, it was, like, some, you know, police just showed up at our door at, like, 11.30 oh, wow. p.m. Yeah. being like, hey, so this happened. Yeah. Um, so that night, my mom called some friends of the family who lived in the same town, and they just came over and, like... Like, they, they'd been asleep, so they were right. woken up, brought over, and then we all sat down and watched the movie Ratatouille. Um, so I have, I have I have very interesting associations with the movie Ratatouille. <laughs> like, because uh, we watched it that night, and I was like, this is a fantastic movie. Yeah. And then my dad died, and we watched it a second time, and I was like, this is still a great movie, That's but I, I have different feelings now. <laughs> and actually, when we found out, when the police showed up, we were halfway through the movie 1408, Holy and like, moly. that movie is very traumatic for me to even think about. Yeah. It's strange. Like, I don't think I could ever go back and watch it. That's I'm, crazy. I'm like, curious. Like, sometimes I almost want to try it. Yeah. But yeah, so we had friends over, like, immediately. And we weren't really talking about it. Because, like, like, what do you talk about? Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't even remember. Because I'm sure you remember how it is. Like, there's just so much. Yeah. There's so much happening in your yeah. brain. Um, but, uh, yeah. So... They came over immediately, and I tried to call another friend of mine that night, and I'm kind of glad I didn't get through, because it would have been a weird conversation. But I had this friend who actually, he lost his father when he was 13. Oh. Um, so, so that was, I, I thought, like, I had this person who might be able to, like, answer some of the questions right. bouncing around in my head. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I called him the next morning and talked to him. And so, so people knew, but it was weird kind of going back to school, because you never know who did and who didn't know. Right. Like, I had one friend, like, who asked me, like, like, why were you gone for a week? Oh, like, where, where where were you? And then my other friend, who, like, I really appreciate, was, like, just... Like, he was, like, oh, he was, like, to the moon and back. Like, yeah. just just dismissed it as yeah. kind of, like, yeah. so I didn't have to answer it. So That's I appreciated so that. But, you, yeah, you never really know who does know. Because, like, I would have... The first school thing I came back to do, actually, was someone had, like, a like an after-school concert. And one of the teachers bought me, like, a Coca-Cola and said, like, here, I heard you had a really rough week. Oh, and I appreciated that a lot. That was really, really sweet. Nice. And, I, and I love Coca-Cola. So. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, and, and then there were other teachers who I felt like maybe didn't know. Yeah. But then ones who definitely did, like, an art teacher I had in, like, grade nine went up to me a few months after my dad passed and was like, you know, how are you doing? Like, I hope you're still making that, that wonderful art. And it's like, I, you know, I didn't just stop drawing. But, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, so... so 
And I assume it was because of my dad. Like, yeah. I don't know for sure. Like, yeah. maybe she just <laughs> thought I might not be drawing because that happens. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, and there was a lot of people who probably still don't know. Yeah. Like, if I were to, you know, share this, um, this podcast on Facebook, like, once it comes up, probably 99% of the people on my Facebook would be like, oh, I didn't know Eric's dad was dead. Yeah. Unless they had my sister on Facebook. Because right. she's... Much more healthy about, like, yeah, <laughs> posting about, about it, it and, and talking about yeah. it. Because um, we've known it, we've worked a couple jobs together, and we've known each other for, like, since high school, pretty mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had no idea until you'd messaged me that your dad had died. And it had been, like, ten years, too. And I was, yeah. like, doing the math, and I was like, oh, my God, that's, like... That, like, ten years seems like a very, like, big anniversary. How do you feel about it? Has it been, like, an emotional one, or...? Um, yeah, 10, it, it's, it's a weird anniversary because you don't know how you feel about it. Yeah. It's, it's not like, uh, it's not like anything's changed. It, it doesn't feel like he's 10 years more right. passed away yeah. than he was yeah. before. But, uh, it was a little bit surprising to hear that it had been that much time. I think the time that's really gonna, the anniversary that's really gonna bug me is, uh, is 16 years. Because then he will have been gone as long as I ever knew oh, him. Oh, gosh, yeah. So I'm only... Well, six years is a long time. So I'm yeah. about six six years away from that. Yeah. But uh, that one I feel like is going gonna, is gonna to hit me more. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't know if I'm just bad with the dates, but I'll often forget because I think he passed away on November 10th, okay. I believe. Okay. Um, and, uh, and I can only even remember that because it was the day before Remembrance Day. <laughs> so that's like, that's how I remember it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah... So that's like a weird time of the year where sometimes I'll be feeling really down and for a few days and I won't yeah. know why. Yeah. And then I'll realize like my sister will share something. I'll yeah. be like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, that's, uh, that, that's the reason I'm feeling so happy <laughs> this week. But uh, I think that's common because I do that too. Like I'll forget. I know the day she died, but I like sometimes it just like slips my mind, which is really weird. And then, yeah, it'll be because it's like 7th of January. So it's like very like, you know, it's like the new year and stuff. And then, yeah, like, I, for a while, I was kind of, like, forgetting that it was a thing, and then, like, then I'd be like, oh my god, yeah, that was, like, totally a thing that happened, or, like, her birthday, too, I'll, like, forget her birthday, mm-hmm. and, or I'll be, like, the day before, and then I'll be like, oh, shit, yeah, that's, like, totally her birthday. It's so strange how our, like, memories, like, if we do it on purpose, or, you know, to, like, shield ourselves from, like, re-experiencing trauma or something, I don't know. Yeah, I almost wonder if it is a subconscious thing, because I have no idea when my dad's birthday is. Really? I, I have no clue. Like, I don't know what season it is. Um, and it would be really easy to probably find out. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I wonder if it's just... Because it's not, like, something that you don't think is important. It's right. Just, no, of yeah. course. There's a lot of things like that, and then you don't realize how weird it is until yeah. until it hits you. Yeah. Um, but But, yeah, so I think one of the really actually interesting things that I'm still grappling with is when to tell people about it. Yeah. Because, uh, cause there's, there's no perfect time. Right. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's weird if you wait too long. Like I, I had this friend who, uh, who like I'm pretty good friends with and see quite often. And I don't think I told him until the third or fourth year that we had been friends. Wow. And, and I think it was because he had specifically asked like, like, what does your dad do? Or like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, where, where does he live or yeah. something? Because I'm sure just kind of, he realized that I talk about my mom all the time, right, yeah. but I never, ever talked about my dad. So with a lot of the time, I won't even tell people until I'm essentially forced to. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was worse at first because yeah. like you would do different things. Like I, uh, 
there was this girl I dated in high school for like a month. Okay. <laughs> and then and then when we were breaking up, one of the things she said that was weird about the relationship was that uh, was that she didn't even know my dad was dead until like a day or two before. Oh god. Um, and I was like, oh, I probably should have told her sooner. That's that's true, <laughs> yeah. right? Because like you know when you're in high school, like dating for a month is like super. Yeah. At least for me, it's yeah. like it's like why would you not tell me this thing? Yeah. So the next person I actually went on a date with, like first date, I like segued it in. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, yeah. <laughs> my, my, my father is dead, um, and uh, and that was equally awkward because yeah. then the person was like, "Oh, I feel so bad for you. I just want to go over and like give you a hug," which was perfectly nice, but it's like it was kind of awkward for yeah. me because yeah, you're a teenager and it's the first date. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's it's an awkward moment when people find out no matter what, and like even me, like having lost my dad, sometimes I'll hear someone else talk about how they lost their parent. Yeah. And I don't know how to react. Yeah, right, <laughs> like, I right. feel like I should know exactly how to react. Yeah. I have a perfect reaction in my mind. But usually yeah. I'm just like, oh, that, that sucks. Yeah. That's too bad. Like, that's, that's a rough time, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I find it. I think the only reason why people really know for me because I, like, would write about it or I'd, like, post about it online and stuff. But, like, in person it's so hard to be like, and, like, by the way, did you know that my mom died? Like, how mm-hmm. do you, like... It's such a strange, I don't know, yeah, it's just a weird thing to segue in, but, like, when your parent has been dead for so long, you think it would just be, like, an easy thing to just, like, bring up, Mm -hmm. right? But it's, like, it's not. I'm pretty sure I told my boyfriend on our first date that my dad, or that my mom had died, just to, like, get it out of the way. Yeah. So it's just, like, putting all my cards on the table. Well, and it's weird to be hiding such a big part of yourself, too, because, you know... I mean, even if my dad were living, I don't think that there would be a dig that went by that I didn't think about him in some way or another. But right. when you have a dead parent like it, I think it affects you in, in so many yeah. specific ways. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it's a weird thing to not to not tell people about. Um, but, yeah, like, I think I can probably think of every single time I ever, like, intentionally told someone really? that, my, that my dad had passed away. And, like, the things that didn't, didn't work. Yeah. Like, like there was a while where I would sneak it in as a joke or something. Oh like, yeah, I've done that too, yeah. It's like tax season. That's awesome. I get this amazing rebate. Oh, why do you get that? Oh, dead dad thing. <laughs> uh, $250 a month from CPP. No big And then deal. they're like, are you joking? Like, <laughs> nope. It is a joke, but it is also true. Um, so, yeah, that's a... Uh... <laughs> it's a humorous way to put it in there. It's, yeah, I got it. I like... Um, to be honest, I did like those CPP contribution. Like that was pretty good. I hate to say that. That's like really dark and bad. But like once that check once a month was like all right with me. I think the worst thing about our society—that's just a silly exaggeration. This is by far not the worst thing. But one of the one of the terrible things is that the month I stopped getting those CPP contributions yeah. was the month I had to start paying off my student no. loan. No. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah probably. So that was like. That was an adjustment. That's a big reality check. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm buying my, my loaves of bread on sale. Yeah. <laughs> so were you like, because you mentioned that your dad lived in a town that, was, uh, that wasn't in the town you lived in. Did, was it for work or was it, did you see him that often? Or um, we, saw, we saw each other probably every month or two. Okay. Which is not, not that often. No. Um, he was about a 45 minute drive away. Okay. And, uh, and then sometimes we would, we would go to visit him and he wouldn't actually be able to see us. Okay. Um, this is like nothing to do with like the his health problems. Cause I think I mentioned that he, you know, he died of like an aneurysm. Right. That, as far as we know, was not connected to anything else. Yeah. So it was just, 
Yeah, we we were very close with him. Like yeah. me and him were were definitely very close. I'm lucky enough to be super close with all my family members. Yeah. Um and uh, and we would talk on the phone a lot. Okay. Like I'm like a big phone like talking on the phone person. I know a lot of people like in our generation are like, don't ever call me. Yeah. But I, I love to like I'm looking forward to the point in my life where I can get up on a Sunday morning and spend four hours on the phone with everyone I know. Wow. <laughs> Just catching up. But and I think that's partially because yeah, when when he lived in Peterborough where he lived usually at least once a week, but then sometimes every single night for a couple of weeks we would have like a like a half an hour to sometimes like an hour and a half oh my just goodness. chat on the phone. Yeah. Um yeah, and, and and that was really nice. Although, of course, sometimes like you're a teenager and you're like, I got things to do, and you yeah. can't be like, don't call me, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, you know when they pass away, you think of all the times where you it's didn't. like you yeah. you it was him on the phone, and you like sneakily pass over to your sister because because yeah. I was playing a video game. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like oh, I wish I could have gone back and talked to him now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. So so we were definitely very close. Um. And I think it was really good being close with the with the rest of my family. Like after he. Uh, after he passed away, because it, it's very easy in life when when you lose a parent to feel like extremely hard done by. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, for sure. And especially when you're a teenager, because then you want to be like different. Yeah. And you you always feel like you have it harder than everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so like absolutely. being 16 is hard enough. With being 16 without a father, I would like walk into a room and be like, none of these people understand what I'm going through. <laughs> but that's really not true, because I have like such a close relationship with like my mom and my sister, and my brother, that like even without. My father and our family, like, I think, like, we're still, like, a very, you know, strong family. You know? That's really um, awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I think, well, sometimes it's almost like, I, I feel like sometimes I see them too much. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, that's not how I feel, but, like, I feel like people might think I'm weird, because every time I go on vacation, they're like, oh, you're going on vacation, are you going to, like, you know, Costa Aruba. Rica or yeah. something? Like, no, I'm just going to spend, like, a week with my mom, like, you know, hang oh. out. <laughs> um, and I think, like, part of that is, like, you know, like, She's an amazing person. I want to spend time with her. But also, it's like that realization yeah. that, like, you know, maybe I go to Cancun for a week, and then that was my last week I ever could have spent with her. Right. Um, which is not always an easy way to go through life no. thinking. Yeah, no, for <laughs> um, sure. But, yeah, like, losing a parent, and I don't know if it being that sudden adds anything or not, but it, it kind of, like, makes you think, like, oh, my God, like, at any minute, oh, like, God, this yeah. person could be gone. And I think one of the hardest things about the actual, like, year or so after my dad died wasn't even so much dealing with the death. It was kind of actually dealing with my own new understanding of death. Right. Like, I, I don't know if that was your experience at all, but when I was a kid growing up, like, you know, you know, like, death is a thing. And I wasn't re- raised in a religious family, yeah. so, like, I never, like, imagined uh, going to heaven or anything. But um, if I ever got worried about thinking about death, I would think, like, oh, well, I mean, I don't have to deal with that, like, for, like, ever. Yeah. Um, but then my dad died, and I was like, oh, my God, like... It know. becomes real. It, yeah, it yeah. immediately becomes extremely real. So yeah. I spent, like, a lot of time just laying awake at night, like, thinking about that. Yeah. And, like, sitting on the bus for the entire ride to school, just, like, thinking about death. <laughs> and, like, like people noticed it, too. Like, I was talking... I remember talking to my friend once in high school, and I was talking about how I didn't really like going to sleep, because you never know if you're going to wake up, oh right? God. Like, like, a, like yeah. a meteorite could fall on your yeah. house. <laughs> Anything could happen. Yeah. And he's like, I think you think about death too much and it's like I, I know I think about death too yeah, much yeah. but uh, in some ways it was good because I kind of came through the other side on that and I'm yeah. like don't worry about it at all anymore. really? Yeah, you don't like weird. fear it or anything? not really like sometimes like yeah like sometimes there'll be like a moment of like Ugh. but yeah, yeah I just feel like I thought about it so much I had to figure out a way to solve it in my right. head or I was yeah. gonna go crazy no and, for sure so that was kind of nice but um yeah it was uh Definitely, like, it changes you in, like, every way. Yeah, I and yeah. I think it changes the way you, like, 
process things and like process mm-hmm. other people's like experience with it or something, you know. And it doesn't change you for the better, I think. No, either. <laughs> like, no. So before that happened, and I think even while it was like you know in in the immediate aftermath, I kind of thought sometimes that it might make me a better person, maybe right. that like I'd be more like empathetic or understanding, and maybe it has. But it also, especially when I was in high school, I like would get this real sense that, like, my life was harder than everyone's and that people shouldn't right. complain about anything. Right. And I would never say this to anyone, like, luckily. But I remember in university, I had this friend who her grandmother died. Yeah. And she was very close with her grandmother. And I just, I didn't say anything, of course, but I remember thinking, like, oh, my God, like, come on. Yeah. Like, everybody's grandmother dies. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. stop complaining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? And it's such a horrible thing. I like, know. Cause, you know, it's, like, a really sad thing in your life. Um, but then it is weird, too, because, like, I mentioned worrying a little bit about my grandparents dying before my dad did, and then they, they did eventually pass away, and neither death, like, affected me in the least. Right. Like, it was very strange. Like, I just kind of got up, and, like, my mom called and was like, oh, you know, grandma, like, fell this morning, she's really sick, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I, I hope I hope she bounces back. <laughs> um, and it's horribly crass to say, and it was horribly crass, too, like, at the time I was like, this is, you know, not good. Yeah, yeah, no, for <laughs> but, sure. Uh, Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. So your sister was younger, or your yeah. brother was, like, a lot younger. Does your brother have, like, any, like, memory of your father, or, like... Yeah, like, he'll remember things, um, but then it's, it's hard to say with a, with a little kid how, uh, how often they actually are remembering something. Yeah, and it's not something they just, like, made up. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. and sometimes... Y- he'll be talking about something. I think this is true with, like, every younger sibling, and he'll say a thing that you know he doesn't remember. Right. That he's remembering it through hearing other right. people talk yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's hard to say how much we... how much he uh, he does remember. And it's not really the sort of thing we talk about. Okay, um, interesting. And it probably should be. And yeah. I think that's one of the great things about this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> is, uh, is it'll get people people talking about it. Because I really... Yeah, like, we, we don't really talk about that. But it's been it's been neat to see the ways that he has been, like, close to, to the memory of our dad. Like, in his bedroom uh, at my mom's place, he has, like, a picture of him in there. That's really nice. Which, it is really nice. Yeah. yeah it is really nice. I, I don't have a picture, and I was thinking, like, oh, maybe I should get one. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes it's easier to just not think about it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's it's got to be hard for him, for sure. Right. I think it's, like, so wild to me that, like, you've seemed to, like, really come over it, like kind of, like, on the other side of it, like, very, not quickly, but just, like, you kind of just, like, okay, and this is the way it is, like, this is, you're very, like, I don't know what the word is, right, you're just, like, I guess, are you, like, used to the idea of him being dead, and do you think it's because he died when you were so young, and it was... Um, Well, I think, uh, like, I can definitely joke about it pretty easily, because that's kind of how I deal with all my problems. Okay, interesting, (laughs) all right. (laughs) It might seem healthy from a distance, but uh, (laughs) Not necessarily. I think there's, like, a lot of things I still haven't dealt with, and I probably should. Like, when I was in high school, I did not go to any grief therapy or anything. And I went to therapy for a little while when I got into university, and it was free. Um, Yeah. But uh, then my program got too busy, so I had to stop going to therapy. (laughs) And I was like, I can't can't do this and my homework. Yeah. That's, like, one of my big regrets from university. Yep, same. (laughs) I should have gotten a couple B-minuses and just gone to therapy. Yeah. but, uh, but yeah, like, I think there's definitely some things that I haven't, that I still haven't dealt with. And it's easy to, uh, to look back and blame all the problems with myself on maybe that's the, maybe that's yeah. why. Maybe I was, yeah. like, this perfectly, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
<laughs> that, you know, like, I would be totally fine in, in all ways if that hadn't happened. Right. Um, but, but there uh, would have been other things, exactly. you know, you kind of have yeah. to remember that, too. Yeah, I think exactly. the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so nice to blame everything on that. Right? Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I still definitely have some work I need to do on that. Like, I, uh, and part of it is that once I was done university, I couldn't get free therapy anymore. Right. And, uh, and you'll know from some of the jobs that we shared yeah. <laughs> that I could not uh, afford, afford therapy then. But, yeah. Uh, I, I'm at a place where I can't afford it now, so I've been meaning to, uh, to do it. But I've also been, like, meaning to watch a lot of Netflix shows, too, so <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens first. Which is much like therapy. I'm sure. Exactly. <laughs> I've exactly. never been, so I'll assume. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I thought was really interesting that you talked about in the first episode were the dreams. That yeah. that hit me in a big way. Really? Like the dream you had about eating um, German food yeah. with your with your mom because I'm it's it's like such an amazing experience to have a positive dream yeah. about oh gosh, about yeah. your parent yeah. and like and then you wake up and it feels real and like yeah it and I don't even mean that it feels real as in it felt real in the dream but you get up and you're like this is time I spent with my dad yeah you know? yeah yeah and for the rest of my life I can hopefully look forward to maybe occasionally having these times yeah. Um, and that's like such a nice positive thing. And it's so weird to say know, that true too, because yeah. if you think about it in any other context, it's so depressing. Yes. Oh, like if I became a vegetarian and I had these dreams about eating hamburgers, yeah. I wouldn't be like, oh, it's so nice that I get to have these dreams about <laughs> eating hamburgers and that'll keep me going for the rest of my life. So it, it's, it's depressing, but it's so nice. Um, when it is a good dream though, because yeah. I, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but after my dad died, most of the dreams I had with him in it were, like, very negative. I did, I had, like, a lot of violent dreams about yeah. my mom. And it was, like, terrifying. It's so bad. Cause, I like, don't know why. I remember having this dream where he, like, was, like, hitting me with a belt or something. Oh, and he never did that in real life. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was never, like, like abusive in any way. So that was, like, so nightmarish. Right. Because you wake up and you're, like, the only place I'm ever going to see this person yeah. is in my dreams. And... When I see them in my dreams, they're this monster. Sorry, yeah, no, so, for sure. It's, uh, yeah, that, like, that was really hard, but I haven't had one of those in a few years. That's good. So that's been really good. And well, actually, I had a dream about my dad, well, not even about, <laughs> I had a dream with my dad in it, like, a couple months ago, and he didn't say anything, yeah. and I didn't, like, appreciate him being there, because yeah. in your dream, it's just, this is just life, you know, right, it goes right. back to the time in your life where, you know, dad would just walk in a room and sit down and, like, yeah. drink a coffee or something. Um, which now would be pretty strange. Yeah. I'd be surprised by that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I had this dreamer who was just sitting at this table and I don't even know if he was visible. I just, it was one of those dreams where you know it. So right. like, I knew he was there and, and he wasn't really part of the dream, but I woke up and I was like, oh man, like I had a dream where my totally dad was there. there. Yeah. And it was literally just a silhouette who didn't say That's anything, so weird. but it was so like nice like, yeah. to wake up in the morning. And then, you know, you tell yourself, like, like maybe that's, like, him visiting somehow. Yes, you know? I like that, um, too. And that's, like, a nice thought. It's yeah. Like, it's, a, it's a nice thing to think about. I have this, like, series of dreams where my mom is alive, but I've already told everybody that she's dead, so I have to, like, play along. It's <laughs> oh so my weird. God. <laughs> I've had these dreams for, like, probably the entire time she's been dead, and it's, like, it, like, progresses where it's, like, people in my life are, like, added to the dream. So, like, my boyfriend is, like, added to the dream, and I'm, like... I have to tell David that she's actually alive and I've just lied about her being dead this whole time and I like don't understand it whatsoever. It's wow. really and it feels so real and I've just had them they're so like they they're recurring and I just like don't know what like prompts me to like dream that. It's very strange. Like Is it like a super anxious dream like I didn't yeah. bring any notes to this speech sort of thing? Yeah, like, yeah, like cool. everybody's going to find out that I lied about this thing oh and like now I'm going to have to like explain it or like hide her and stuff like it's a really strange 
Like, it's kind of weird how our, like, subconscious, like, play... Because, like, realistically, that dream is probably, like, five seconds long, right? But it feels like it's, like, the entire time you're sleeping or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah. I'd like to believe that she's just, like, visiting me and, like, playing a trick on me or something, you know? But, like, mm-hmm. it's a really, like... It can be, like, you wake up from it and it's, like, just, like, a very, like, anxious kind of, you know, feeling to, like, have to deal with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you didn't necessarily ask for. It's just there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think um, one of the one of the tough things about uh, losing my dad at the age I lost him at, very yeah. specifically, um, and I wouldn't have wanted to lose him like a year or two earlier. That obviously would not be good. Right. But one of my kind of regrets is that like he died at a very like not peak time in my life. Like not right. that like I was like having anything like really bad happening, but. I was really struggling in school with my grades, yeah. like, because I, I didn't know then, but I had, like, you know, like, a lot of problems with, like, ADD, not being able to follow in math right. or anything. Yeah. So I was, I was failing math. Uh, I was failing careers. Oh, God. Like, oh, my goodness. Have you failed careers? <laughs> but I was doing it. And then part of my identity growing up, and I think part of my dad's perception of my identity was that I was, like, kind of this smart little kid, like, yeah. um, and so it was really too bad because I was doing very poorly in school. I was having kind of like a, like a, like, like a grunge phase, I guess. Okay. I don't want to say goth. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, you know, I remember yeah, the grunge was like phase. Yeah. Really baggy clothes, yeah. full of holes, long hair. Yeah. Like, and I know that he probably didn't love that, although he had long hair when he was in high school. Right. So, <laughs> um, but sometimes I think about that because it's like really the worst time in my life that he could have, yeah. and I had like. Up until that point, like, I never had a girlfriend, and I think sometimes my parents worried about that. Yeah, right. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I just think, like, oh, man, like, the, the last version of myself he knew <laughs> was, like, the long hair, super awkward, failing at school, yeah. Eric. And then that's kind of sad to think about, because if we'd stuck around for another year or two, <laughs> I pulled my grades back. Yeah. Um, and, like, I wish he could meet Kathleen, my uh, my partner, because I think they would have gotten along really well. Right. Um, but, uh and if he'd passed away a year or two earlier, he would have still gotten the good grades there. Um, <laughs> it was just that moment. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, like, the little, very small regrets you have looking yeah, back, like, yeah. of, like, individual conversations. Like, one time he told me that he uh, he wanted to give me his truck. Right. Um, when I, like, would get my driver's license, and I think he expected me to be very enthusiastic about that, because a lot of kids are, you know, you get yeah, a first course. vehicle. Yeah. But I I was, like, a little bit worried about driving. For some right. reason, it made me uncomfortable, and yeah. driving, like, a big manly truck That's for me was, terrifying. like... Yeah, yeah, so I was, like, really in that moment, like, oh, I don't I don't want to drive this truck. This is scary. <laughs> um, but, of oh, course, I didn't say that, because, yeah. you know, you don't say that. Um, so I think, like, just little, little moments where you feel like you disappointed them. Right, And then you yeah. look back, and you're like, oh, I wish I could have you know, said something different, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and, and made it a nice moment. Yeah, I'm sure they have, and I'm sure your dad has, like, empathy, had, like, empathy for you, because, like, being a teenager, like, I feel like that entire time is just shitty, like, no matter what, you know, and mm-hmm, I'm sure, mm-hmm. like, he recognized that, like, grunge mm-hmm. Eric wasn't going to be, like, grunge <laughs> Eric forever, you know. <laughs> and I'm sure he would have loved me anyway, even if yes, I had been grunge Eric forever, but, but yeah, it's, it's just one of those things, like, you, those weird regrets you think back. Yeah. I think one of the weird things about about um my dad dying is like I just feel like there's a lack of evidence of him in the world. Okay. Like, interesting. When he was taking pictures of our family, like he was the one behind the camera. Yeah, those with my mom too, yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. It is weird. There's such a lack of pictures. Um he uh you know, he wasn't on Facebook because this was back in like two thousand whatever. I should yeah. know the year, but <laughs> <laughs> um, like two thousand and six or seven. Okay. Uh 
yeah, and like it's it's just strange because there's like no no pictures, no Facebook, like n- never in the newspaper or anything. Right, interesting. Um, I found one of his journals once that was kind of like a diary, and I was so psyched about it. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get to like understand the inner thoughts right. of this person who, in like over time, they almost become less and less like a person. Yeah, they're like, no, they're like this this kind of mythical creature yeah. that maybe even didn't exist. Yeah. Um, but uh, I found his journal. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like, I'm going to like be able to like humanize him in this interesting way. But it was just the weather. <laughs> it was like just the weather. It was like, you know, cleaned off the rink outside of the house, good ice, minus four degrees. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was very impersonal, and there were only like seven entries. So I'm like, oh, that's extremely disappointing. Yeah. Oh, I think that's what started me journaling. I, I, I journal a lot. And really? I have extremely specific journals. Like, these are the journals that I want my kid to find after I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, my kid's only going to see my Twitter feed, and they're going to be like, oh, mom was so weird. No, that's <laughs> awesome. You've got a great Twitter feed. Well, thank you. hilarious. Very sweet. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sure my child will not be happy, but that's fine anyway. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. So, like, him, his lack of, like, journaling has, like, made you produce like and lack of any imprint I think like uh like (laughs) one of the only pieces of evidence I have of him um aside from my own existence I guess uh is uh is online there's this uh obituary that was run by the Archaeological Society of Ontario okay um because he was an an archaeologist okay cool um yeah, and uh, and so sometimes if I'm feeling down, I'll go and read that oh, that archaeology like <laughs> obituary that's online, oh, and I have it saved in case the website ever went down. Yeah, because um, that would be pretty bad. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's so weird. Like like who wrote it? The way someone can disappear. I don't I don't know who wrote it. That's <laughs> interesting. But you know they did a great job. Um, they, you should they, contact them <laughs> and like see if you can like find out like if you're interested in that like maybe they'd be able to tell you like a little more about your dad or something right well and you know what the worst thing was mm. is that it was a very short thing and there was a note at the bottom that like a more complete obituary will be featured in the next month's issue of the newsletter right so I hunted for that issue no and I found it and there was not a more no! complete obituary that was like a like a very disappointing moment um but yeah, I don't read it that often. But yeah. Like, I, I think one of the one of the problems with it, and maybe one of the reasons that I should at some point go to therapy, is that like, I don't find myself getting sad about it very often. Like, right. if I think about it, I'm sad. And yeah. If I really think about it, then I'm very sad because um, it is sad. But uh, but I find if I if I have like something in my life that makes me sad or like throws me off, and the sort of thing that you would bounce back with after a day. Sometimes like that can spiral into like actually grieving for a week. Yes. Yes. Like. Totally. Like, there was this one time where I was, like, in Ottawa where, like, I can't remember what happened. Like, I think I, like, I let someone down in a way that would have been, like, you write an email and say, sorry about that. Yeah. Um, and I was sad about it. And then I was sad about my dad. And it just shifted in, right? Because right. you've got these emotions that are kind of yeah. just laying in wait and, like, really want to be <laughs> let out. And they will get out when they find their moment. Yeah. It's, it's very strange how, like, uh, like, one random day can turn into a spiral. Yeah. Um, that's not necessarily actually terrible even. There's almost something yeah. kind of like healthy feeling about it. But I think that's a bit of a result of just how bad our society is at grieving. Yeah. Like, it's the worst. No, it is the worst. It's mm-hmm. the worst because I feel like people just, I don't know, maybe they just like haven't experienced it, death in like a close way or something, which is like, okay, like fine, right? Like that's like nothing that can be helped. But I also think that just like people don't really want to, like, focus on, like, 
that kind of like personal tragedy? I don't know what it is. I actually don't really know what it is. Yeah, I do I, not have the answers. I yeah, it's such a weird. Because, yeah, when someone dies, you just don't ever talk about it. Like, yeah. that's that's the thing, is you just kind of forget it happened. And the day after my dad died, my house was just full of people, like all my mom's friends from town, doing um, chores and, like, cooking food. And that's, like, amazing, and that's really nice. But I also, like, really just would have wanted to be alone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, if I could have just gone out to the treehouse for that, like, whole day, yeah. and just, you know, like, like cried for a bit, and, like, gotten that out of your system. Right. Because it's, like, a weird thing that's, like, it's, like, literally just sitting in your system. Yeah. And you just need to flush it out. Yeah. But you don't ever really get that chance. Yeah. And you have to be on because other people are, like, around and stuff, and mm-hmm. you have to, like, still be yourself because you don't want to be weird, and, like, it's a whole, like... Yeah. Weird cycle. Yeah. Circular cycle. And then you hear about in other places where when someone dies and you're just supposed to spend a week, like, like, like you wail and like pull out your hair right. and stuff. And yeah. like, I feel like that's, that's the right way to do yeah. it because that's what you want to do. That is definitely like, what I want when I die. I want people to be just crying for a week. <laughs> <laughs> but not really. Maybe just like partying for a week, I guess, would be kind of cool. Just like, yeah, something, right? Yeah. Not like, Okay. Put them in the ground, clean up the mess, yeah. let's all go about our lives. Like, <laughs> let's go watch Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's like the worst way to do it, because it's, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't I don't know the reason for it. I don't want to, like, turn this into, like, a socialist podcast, but I almost wonder if it's because <laughs> there's no way to make money off of the grieving process. Ooh, that's interesting. Because like, you, you hear about, like, Day of the Dead, right? Right, like, where yeah. Where you go and, like, celebrate and spend time with yeah. the people who have been gone for a long, long time, yeah. and, like, we definitely, like... Our generation, I think, has a fascination with that one in particular. Yeah, yeah. And partially it's just, like, the iconography of it. Like, right, the of skulls course. and that. Yeah. But I think there's, like, a lot there in, like, going back and, like, thinking about your family members. Like, yeah. I essentially never visit my dad's grave, which is too bad because it's, like, across the street from where my mom Oh, no lives. way. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I feel like there needs to be, like, a better preserving of that connection. That's interesting. That's so funny because I was thinking about, like, after my mom's funeral the funeral director, we were, like, standing around and, like, eating sandwiches, whatever, and he was like, all right, guys, we got to clear out for the next one. <sighs> and I was like, oh, my God, what? Like, okay, I guess I'll just wrap up all this egg salad. Like, what? <laughs> like it's so, it's such a, like, a weird, like, rushed process, and it's like, all right, another dead person coming in, like, clear out of this hall. Like, it's just so impersonal, mm-hmm, I guess, in a mm-hmm. way, that's, like, super... Weird. I just wonder if that's just like a Western society thing, or like yeah. we can totally turn this into a socialist podcast. It's <laughs> totally fine with me. I'm cool with that. But yeah, it's like weird aside. But I feel like I have eaten more funeral food than the like vast majority of people on this <laughs> earth. My best friend growing up, his his family owned a, owned a funeral home. Yeah, and so we would just be there hanging out all the right. time. Um, but, uh, we would get a lot of leftover funeral Okay, food. yeah. Like a lot of those sandwiches with the perfectly cut crust. Yeah, the crust is so weird, isn't yeah. it? Like, the egg salad with, like, yeah, the crust is strange. I don't really understand that. Why is it crustless? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Why do people do well, that? Well, I think if you've lost a person, like, the last thing you need in your life is to deal with crust. Like, I know, yeah, that's true, yeah. right? It's just another inconvenience to, like, go through. No, I totally know. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was very weird spending all that time in a funeral home, though, because there would be, like, times where we'd be, like, hanging out and playing, like, Nerf darts, and then you would run around a corner, and there's, like, an open casket with yeah. a person in it. Yeah, that's fair. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> this is real? <laughs> was that ever strange, like, that your best friend was, like... Because I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, <laughs> we're from a small town. We're yeah. from a very small town. Yeah, we live in the same small town. Um, was it weird, like, having a best friend who, like, 
their family owned a funeral home and, like, your dad had died. Like, did it make it easier to talk to him about it? Or, like, did it make it harder or, like, more awkward? Um, yeah, he and I, like, none of my friends really were the type to, like, really get into talk about that stuff. Yeah. But he and I probably, like, least right. of that. Right. Like, I think after my dad died, like, all I wanted to do was just sit down and play video games for, like, eight hours. Yeah. And so yeah, that's, that's what fair. we did. Yeah. And that was, like, really, <laughs> that was, like, that was what needed to happen, so that's what we did. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we didn't talk about that. Teenage think, boys don't talk about their feelings, though. No, that's, like, in general. And, like, it, it's really interesting, because you get the teenage boy thing. And, like, adult guy, too, is, like, no better. But then you also get the cultural not talking about death. So sometimes with me not being able to get this out, I don't know where, like, the grieving ends and the toxic masculinity begins. (laughs) (laughs) That's the title of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, So, yeah. I know I said this already, but I think it's a great idea to have a podcast about this because a lot of people don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, And, uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank That's you. That's really sweet. Now, um, do you have any last words before we part? Ooh, any of the, see, th- this is too bad because I know that as soon as I as I leave this uh, gonna this studio, yeah. I'm gonna have so many things. Like, oh, why didn't I talk about this? Why didn't I talk about that? We can do a part two, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, like nothing off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, it's just. It's, it's, it's a good thing to talk about, and, and yeah, we should tell people about it. We should, uh, I, I need to, like, scientifically work on the best way to tell people. Yeah. Because uh, making it a joke didn't work, because then sometimes <laughs> it kind of, like... People, people think you're joking. Or people thought that I was, like, mad at them or something. <laughs> like, like uh, no, I'm, I'm not going to go to this Father's Day thing. I do not have a father. I love doing um, that. But, oh my God. It's so It's the bad. only silver lining. I know. Are the dead parent jokes. I know. It's, there was, like, a Mother's Day um, event thing, and I was, like, so close to taking a picture of it and then captioning be like, oh, this would be fun. Oh, wait a minute. I can't do this at all. I have no mom to take to the sushi restaurant. That is too darn bad. But it's so, and it's like, but then I feel like people don't really know how to, like, respond to that because they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh, no, it's okay. Like, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, doing the joke. It's fine, you know. Yeah, yeah, anyway, I'm just, I'm super interested to listen along with this podcast and, and hear the different experiences that people have, because I'm always so curious, like, what would, what would it have been like for me, and I feel like uncomfortable always making it about me, because I've been trying more in the last few years to think about my father, not as my father, right. but also as this own person, who's That's like, so hard. life yeah. was like really tragically cut short, like, right. I would be sad to die at age 50, yeah. and I know that he probably had a lot of things he wanted to do, yeah, yeah. like, he would have loved to, like, chop down some of those Smitty signs in Tamworth. <laughs> that was, like, his personal vendetta. Wow. He's getting rid of those Smitty signs. And he never did it, so it's... No, you have to do it. <laughs> you have to chop down signs for him. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so I, I've been trying to think of it as more of, like, you know, also also his life and not just the life of my father. But uh, it's just interesting because I wonder if it would have been harder, like... Like, what's the worst age to lose your parent? Yeah. And I know it totally depends on, on the person, but, like, like is, is six the worst age? Or is that almost, like, too young for it to really affect you? Yeah, yeah. Is, like, you know, 15 the worst age? Is, like, 24 the worst yeah. age? Like, because there's so many factors, you know? Like, I never got the chance to, to be pals with my dad. Like, you right. know, a lot of people, as yeah. you grow older, you develop, like, a more of a friendship relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, I never got the chance to, like, see him as just, like, this person that was right. not, not, like, mainly my father. And I'm also curious about, like, like how hard it is versus, um, you know, whether it's um, whether it's sudden or whether it's drawn out. Because I would have loved the chance to, like, 
you know, be able to actually say goodbye. Right. Um, and you were uh, kind of robbed of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I don't know what the last thing we said to each other was. I have a sneaking suspicion that one of the last things he ever said was that I should I should water the tree more often because <laughs> we had a tree in the house That's that, so nice. that him living elsewhere he's like you, you need to water that tree and uh, I did not water it it died, <laughs> it, 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 it died uh, eventually as well um, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah and, and, and that's kind of tough to think about because there were, there were lots of things that I would have really liked to talk to him about and ask yeah. him about and like he had so many good stories like um, yeah. So it would have been great to hear more of those, but then I think it also would have been hard to see him, like, ill, right? Yeah. And, and as much as I think that you can maybe say goodbye, I'm sure it's so unreal yeah. to, to, to be part of that, that it might not feel possible to say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm really curious to see what other people's experiences are. Actually, I figured out what I want to end on. Um, Hit me. <laughs> what is it? Uh... In in the in the vein of like seeing him as like a person and not just my father, I wanted to tell an anecdote um, that when I I heard this at his funeral, actually I'd never heard this before, um, and I was like, wow, me and that person are definitely definitely related. Um, when he was in high school, he was the wet blanket of his group of friends, like the one that they would like play like the tricks on and that. And right. that's, that's very much my experience. <laughs> my friends were so much nicer than his, but so one time him and his uh, his best friend at the time who was doing the, this eulogy, were all driving in the car, the five of them, and they had this prank that my dad would fall for every time, where they would be driving, and they would pretend the car was stalling, and it would stall on a train track. Oh it would roll God. to a stall on the train track, and then he'd be like, I can't start it, I can't start it. Yeah. And and then everyone would be laughing except my dad, who was like, I know you did this to me already, guys. <laughs> like, just just start the car, Like and then a train would start to come. Like, it wouldn't get close, but you would, like, see it off in the distance and hear it. And every single time, my dad would inevitably jump out of the car <laughs> and, like, run. Oh, and then they would drive away and leave him in the middle of the countryside for an hour ridiculous. or two. ridiculous. So, yeah, that's, that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Eric, for oh. coming and chatting and providing some good stories and insights. I really appreciate it. It's very sweet. And maybe I'll have you back for a part two. Awesome. I'll have a whole list of things I forgot to talk about. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> Amazing. All right, thank you. Dead Parents Podcast is hosted, written, and produced by me, Samantha Lapier, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Our theme song is written by Kevin McLeod, and our beautiful logo was designed by Marielle Kelly. If you want to say hi, you can reach us at deadparentspodcast at gmail.com.